You mentioned omega-3s and your test. What test? What is this called? Or can you ask your doctor to get this? Yeah, you, yeah you, 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 you know, my understanding is now you can even ask for it yourself, but you can certainly get it at Quest Diagnosis. This is called the fatty acid profile. I recommend you get the one where the phlebotomist sticks you rather than the finger stick test. I think it's more accurate, but it's fatty acid profile. Most insurance companies will pay for it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. Thanks, Jonathan, for that. Now, next we have uh, Bridget. Bridget, please uh, uh, ask, ask Chef AJ your question. Hi, Chef AJ. Hi. Uh, great talk. I'm on your 21-day challenge. Oh, nice. And I just ha have a problem. I live by myself, so I can't blame anyone else for my environment. So my problem is I've got everything good, and then I'll just go be walking around. I'm like, oh, I should just go buy that donut. Like it's, I trick myself and I think, oh, just one thing. So what is it that, how can I save myself for myself? <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's one of the reasons that when we do our programs, we give you a private form in a group. That's when you reach out. You know, when you think about other forms of addictive behaviors, like uh, drugs and alcohol. A lot of these uh, programs have people, they're, they're called sponsors. And the idea is, is before somebody relapses, you're in touch with your sponsor. A lot of times you're in touch with them every day, many times a day. And that's why having, I don't, I don't really call it sponsor in my, my, when I work with people, but having a buddy or somebody that you're accountable to, that you're texting or sending your food to every day, that really helps because sometimes living alone, it's a blessing that you can have a clean environment, but there's nobody there to tell you not to eat that donut. You know what I mean? So I think reaching out to people would be a, a, a good idea, but also, you know, sometimes we're really hungry and, you know, foods like donuts, high carb foods like that, they, they, they raise our blood sugar really quickly. So one of the things I tell people, at least people that I work with, and I make them promise. I don't say to them, you're never going to eat that again, or you have to promise never to do that. I won't work with you. But we make an agreement that before they eat something like that, something less healthy, they're going to eat something healthy first. And by healthy, I don't mean a plain salad or even steamed vegetables. I mean starch, because until people are willing to get enough of their calories from that satiating starch, be it the squash or the sweet potatoes or the rice, you're always going to have the munchies for, for these other foods. People are still so afraid to eat starch, but when you eat as much starch as I do, your belly is so full. Your tummy is so happy that it, it makes these other foods less desirable. The thing is, is the more you cave to the crave and have your foot in both worlds, the more you're going to want those fruits. So it does take a, a period of abstinence from them for you to kind of forget how powerful those cravings are there's things that you can do when a craving hits. For example, there's something called green powder that is basically just like dehydrated greens. And a lot of times if you'll just mix that with a little water and, and, and drink it, like I talked about these thylakoids, they can help blunt the cravings for that or even using essential oils. So, so like there's tricks that we have, but as far as how can I save you from yourself? You <laughs> got to reach out. You've, this is where you've got it. Like work with somebody. I didn't do this alone, by the way, I had the best coach in the world. I had Dr. Doug Lyle and I still work with him whenever he gives me a session. So that's how you do it. You, you get a buddy. Thank you. Of course. All right. Thanks, Bridget. Next we have Mary. Mary, you're unmuted. Hi, I have two questions. One is about salt. I go to an integrated medicine doctor and she uses, there's, there's an MD and there's a, a Chinese medicine doctor. And she wants me to have two teaspoons of salt every day. 
And that's, I've never heard anybody else say that I should be doing that. Um, but I, she gave me something the last time I was there and it's talking about that we need sodium and chloride. So I want to ask about that. And also your opinion about oats and soy, because she was saying that I cannot get any oats or soy that don't have glyphosate. So I should stay away from both of them. Okay. So, all right. The second question I'm, I don't know the answer to because I'm that I know that there've been speakers on this summit already talking about glyphosate that are the true experts in that. So I don't know the answer to that. I will say though, that I think the person that has the most pristine diet of anyone I've ever met is Dr. Alan Goldhammer. And he is coming up on this summit. And I would encourage you to ask both of these questions to him because he serves both organic soy and organic gluten-free oats at the True North Health Center. And so that would make me feel comfortable with both of those. Soy I'm allergic to, but that, so that I will say about that but you need more of an expert in, in that topic to, to know that that's it, whether that's true or not. Now, as far as salt, yes, of course we need sodium. It's an essential nutrient without which we die. And this would be a great question for Dr. Goldhammer, because my first question is what is your blood pressure like? And are you wanting to lose weight? Because a teaspoon of salt has almost 2,400 milligrams of sodium per teaspoon. And I can't imagine anybody recommending double that because that's already too much, you know, in terms of weight loss is, is, where, where sodium or salt comes into play is it's an appetite stimulant. And what the medical literature shows is that salt is such a powerful appetite stimulator that people eat when they do salt their food, eat 11% more calories from food, which if you're trying to lose weight is not a good idea. And generally those calories are not healthful calories. The more salt you eat, the more salt you crave and the more, the more food you eat. And you can do this experiment yourself by taking a food that you might already like, like, let's say, for example, I love, I love rice, white, brown, I can eat it without anything on it. And then eat, figure out how much you eat on a day that you're hungry. And then the next day, put some soy sauce on or put some salt on, and you're going to see you're going to eat way more food. It's, Dr. Goldhammer classifies sugar, oil, and salt as non-foods, but as chemicals that are added to the food that fool our brain satiety mechanisms and cause us to overeat. I have never met a doctor recommend that much salt. I mean, I tell people if they absolutely can't eat their food without any extra salt is instead of using table salt, which has close to 2,400 milligrams of sodium per teaspoon to use something like coconut aminos, which has 90 milligrams of sodium per teaspoon, because you you'll still get salt. It has salt, but far less or low sodium miso, which has many more health benefits, but only 110 milligrams of sodium uh, per, per teaspoon. But to me, that sounds like an awful lot of salt, especially if you have high blood pressure or are trying to lose weight. Yeah, she does say that I'm supposed to use natural unprocessed salt. So she makes a big deal about Himalayan salt or sea salt, but I'm still not seeing anything online that's acting like they're that different than, you know. The thing about, okay, so one of the reasons some people include salt is because we need iodine and salt that you buy other than the ones you're mentioning are iodized Himalayan and Celtic sea salt. They, you, yes, they have minerals, but you don't need salt for minerals. That's what vegetables are for. You do need iodine, which some people, 
people get from table salt, like Morton salt, but this would be a great question for Dr. Goldhammer, but I personally don't know any doctors that have spoken in this conference that are recommending that much salt. And actually many of them like Dr. Furman and Dr. Clapper and Dr. Esselstyn are not going to recommend any salt and certainly Dr. Goldhammer, but you know what, if you have the results you want in your health, who am I to tell you not to do that? But I, I would not be able to eat that much salt. I personally don't even like the taste of it anymore. It's a lazy way to season and it, um, it causes you to retain water. So I would like to see where she's getting this information and what research she's looking at to recommend that much salt for somebody. Yeah, I kind of don't listen to her in that way. My blood pressure is not great. It's yeah, high. Well then, yeah, I would, <laughs> I would definitely re-ask this question to Dr. Goldhammer because I, you know, I don't want to say anything bad against any healthcare professional, but I will say something bad against salt that I have not seen it be a health food for most people. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. All right. Thank you, Mary. Next, we have Matt. Matt, what's your question? Uh, hi. Um, so oh. I have the opposite problem. So I've been vegetarian for 50 years. I've been vegan for 25 years. And um, uh, I can eat all I want. I can't gain a pound. But I'm at the very low end of the weight. I, I'm five foot 10 and I weigh 123 pounds. What can I do? Well, first of all, if it'll make you feel better, my husband is six feet tall and 127 pounds. So he's not far behind you. And we recently went for our checkups. We go to a lifestyle medicine doctor named Dr. Wayne Dysinger, who was one of the founders of ACLM and the first he founded uh, lifestyle medicine clinic in Loma Linda. And he said, my husband is perfectly healthy. I don't know what your parents were like, but at least in my husband's case, it's genetic. His parents who both lived to just shy of their hundredth birthday were very, very lean. And there may not be anything you can do other than go to the gym and try to build muscle so that you will make way more because I, we, we've, I like, I force feed my husband peanut butter sandwiches. And even if I give him what he just, now that he's in his sixties, he just can't gain weight. If you're healthy, if you feel good, if you have enough energy to do your activities of daily living, you're just one of those lean people. And a lot of people would like to be you, let me tell you. Mm -hmm.